Hi, am I in the air? Who's back? Back again. Mega's back. Tell all your friends what is going down, everybody. Welcome back to another brand new edition of Am I on the Air? My name is Don Mega, and I'm your host, and I'm so happy that you're here to join me once again to get caught up with all the latest and the greatest when it comes to entertainment news and television, movies, non-spoiler reviews. You come right here. Every single week to Am I on the Air. It's season 27, it's episode 8, and tonight's show is Are You Ready for It? So we are going to be breaking down the news from October 4th through October the 17th. And for those of you that listen on a regular basis, you're probably like, that's a big window right there. That is a really big window, the 4th through the 17th? Yes, uh, because I didn't do an episode last week. And so, you know, as always, if I skip an episode, I like to come on here and I like to tell you guys why and I like to explain myself a little bit because I always feel very guilty. I pride myself on being a weekly podcast and really sticking to it every single week. And last week, I ended up getting sick and uh, I felt horrible. I'm I'm still getting over it right now. I feel much, much better, but I felt horrible last week. And by the time Tuesday rolled around to record, I was like, there is no way. I barely had a voice last week. I was like, I just can't do it. And then each day of last week, I kept thinking, maybe I'll do it tonight. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow. (laughs) Maybe I'll do it the next day. And next day I knew it was the weekend. We were still watching some movies and TV shows. And I said, you know what? Let's just stick to our normal schedule and we'll record Tuesday night. And we'll get caught up with everything. Because I got a lot, guys. I literally have... I've been keeping busy. Watching a lot of stuff, even when I was sick. I got one, two, three, four, five, six. Six movies to talk about. And about a dozen TV shows that I'm going to go through real quick. So yeah, so got a lot to talk about. And then on top of all of that, we got to get caught up with all the news that has dropped in the last couple of weeks. So I'm going to try to go through at a pretty good pace so we're not stuck here for two hours and uh, get you guys caught up with everything. So let's jump right into it. Non-spoiler movie reviews. And I'm going to kind of go in order as I saw these things, right? So what I would have reviewed on last week's episode, if there had been one, was the new Exorcist movie. I saw Exorcist Believer, which was... A direct sequel to the original Exorcist film. Um, this is directed by Jason, uh, David Gordon Green, who of course did the same kind of thing with um, with the Halloween franchise, right? He came in, he did the the big Halloween trilogy that just came out a couple years ago, um, and he connected it to the original film and had it be new direct sequels. And then after he finished Halloween. He got this idea that he wanted to do Exorcist. So he did Exorcist Believer. This one stars Leslie Odom Jr. Um, Ann Dowd is in this. Jennifer Nettles. Um, but mainly it's about these two little girls, right? 
Um, when Leslie Odom Jr.'s daughter Angela and her friend Catherine show signs of demonic possession, it unleashes a chain of events that forces the single father, Victor Fielding, to confront the nadir of evil. Terrified and desperate, he seeks out Chris McNeil, the only person alive who witnessed anything like this before. Um, so, of course, Chris McNeil from the original Exorcist film. Um, so it was cool to kind of see them p- try to piece it together. Here's what I'll say about Exorcist, because I know that the critics have not been really nice to this film. Um, I don't think it's as bad as the critics are making it out to be. Is it great? No. Um, is there a fun time to be had here if you like these type of movies? Yes, I think so. I think there is enough here. The movie runs just about two hours long. Which is probably a little too long for a movie like this. Um, I thought, honestly, the first hour really drug. It did. I was just like, come on, let's go. Like, I was struggling in that first hour. But once the possession kind of happens, the two lead girls, um, Catherine and Angela, they were great. And I thought they did an amazing job. And once they start kind of kicking in, the movie picks up. And it's got some good scares. It's got some good stuff going for it. And I ended up liking it. So at the end of the day, I give Exorcist Believer three out of five stars. I think it's a good enough time if you like these type of movies. Uh doesn't change the game. I'm not leaving super, super stoked for the sequel. Because, of course, they're talking about um, they want to make this a trilogy as well. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens here with the Exorcist franchise. But for this one, I'd go three out of five stars. My next movie is, stays in kind of the uh, horror, but this one has a comedy twinge to it. And this is a Prime Video exclusive. It's the movie Totally Killer. When the infamous Sweet 16 killer returns 35 years after his first murder spree to claim another victim, 17-year-old Jamie accidentally travels back in time to 1987, determined to stop the killer before he can start. So this one here stars Kernan Shipka from uh, the uh, Sabrina show that was on Netflix. You got Olivia Holt on here. Um, she is fantastic. Of um, I always like when she pops up. Julie Bowen, of course, from Modern Family. Lachlan Monroe as the dad. So this one here, like I said, it is a horror comedy. So you have kind of a typical slasher, right? The Sweet 16 killer. Um, well, then you put in time travel, right? She travels back to the 80s and basically meets her mom and her friends in high school and is trying to befriend them, but also save them from this killer. And, um, I really dug the concept as silly as it was with the time travel added, added on. It's a fun horror kind of back to the future, right? Like trying to save her mom and dad, trying to make sure the timeline sticks, but then also get rid of this killer. Um, So I thought it was a really cool concept, and I thought it was a really fun movie. So I highly recommend you guys check out Totally Killer. I give this one three out of five stars as well. It is a fun, fun flick that's got some really good humor, but it's also got some really good slashes as well. So I love the mix, and I think you will too. So check out Totally Killer, now streaming on Prime Video. My next one is the latest in the VHS series. And I'll tell you, I originally really liked this series. The first VHS movie, loved it. Second one, loved it. Over the last couple years, they've done these movies, and I've started to really hate them. Um, 
I think it started with the last one that came out. I just absolutely hated it. And I was hoping this new one here, VHS 85, would be kind of a return to form. And for me, this one sucked just as much as the last one. I hated this movie. I just, you know, what I loved about this film in the beginning was that they were these little mini stories of horror. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. And the movie still kind of is, but they're just so over the top and stupid that there's nothing to really grab onto. And I just, I struggle to get through this VHS 85. So this is streaming on Shudder and AMC+. You know, I can't recommend it. I would give VHS 85 one out of five stars. I struggled to get through this one. So, yeah, one out of five for VHS 85. My next movie up, and this was uh, a fun rebound. I finally got over to the theater to check out Saw X. That's right, baby. The 10th film in the Saw franchise. Between the events of Saw and Saw 2, a sick and desperate John Kramer travels to Mexico for a risky and experimental medical procedure in hopes of a miracle cure for his cancer, only to discover the entire operation is a scam to defraud the most vulnerable. Armed with a newfound purpose, the infamous serial killer returns to his work, turning the tables on the con artist in his signature visceral way through devious, deranged, and ingenious traps. So, yeah, would you like to play a game? Uh, I loved it, man. You know, like, one of the biggest things is that this has been a franchise that's been going on a long time, and your main antagonist, your main killer, John Kramer Jigsaw, he died after part three. And we've been getting all these movies with trying to make it work without him. And he is the catalyst to these films. So a smart move here to kind of make it a prequel, set it between the events of the original Saw movie and Saw 2, and have you see kind of where he's at in his life. You see Amanda and where she's at in kind of her relationship with him. And what a cool story, right? He he gets taken advantage of, and then he says, oh, fuck no. I'm going to get you sons of bitches <laughs> and and get back at the people that tried to fraud him. You don't mess with Jigsaw. So it was very smart. Love the story. Probably the best story that any Saw movie has done. This movie was a ton of fun. The traps were crazy. It was violent. It was gory. Um, and it was a good story. So I enjoyed the hell out of Saw X. And I give this one four out of five stars. So definitely um, make sure you check this one out. If you're a fan of this franchise, this one is worth your watch. Four out of five. Then over the weekend, I checked out Haunted Mansion. I had no want to see this movie in the theaters. It just hit Disney+. Plus, So I told my daughter over the weekend, you want to watch Haunted Mansion? She said, sure, let's watch it. We put it on, 
And I did not like this movie. <laughs> I didn't. And I was like, thank God I didn't go to the movie theater to see this one. Even though we have a stacked cast, right? We got Rosario Dawson. We got Lakeith Stanfield, Owen Wilson, Tiffany Haddish, Danny DeVito, Jared Leto, Jamie Lee Curtis. We had so much going for this film. But it's boring. It is so boring. And it runs over two hours long. It just, I didn't like it. What I will say is my daughter enjoyed it. She liked it. She had a good time with it. I did not. I mean, it is okay at best. Uh, I give Haunted Mansion two out of five stars. Thank God we got to watch it at home and stream it. So there you go. You know, and Halloween's coming. I wanted to give it a shot, but it did not pay off. So two out of five for Haunted Mansion. And lastly... Are you ready for it? That's right. I did see the Taylor Swift Eras Tour. Um, you know, and here's the thing, guys. You know, I saw this movie because of my daughter. My daughter is the biggest. She will tell you she is the biggest Swifty in the world. She absolutely adores and loves Taylor Swift. She went to this tour um, last year and had an amazing time at it. And then, you know, we heard this movie was coming out, so I bought tickets, got us a showing in the IMAX, and uh, the whole fam went. We all went and, and sat through some Taylor Swift, and even though Taylor Swift is not my jam, this was an incredible music um, concert movie. It was beautifully shot. The sound was incredible. She sounded incredible. And it's three hours long. She went in, man. She sang songs from every album she's done. That's why it's called the Eras Tour. <laughs> um, but it was an amazing time, and my daughter absolutely loved it. Um, we already have tickets. Well, I don't have tickets to go back, but the fam has tickets to go back at the end of the month and watch it again. I can't do it a second time. But I will give this movie props for what it is. Um, glad to see its success. Taylor Swift has earned it. Um, it is an amazing concert movie and, um, you know, I, I, it's hard to put a star scale on something like this. I'll give it four out of five, even though I'm not the big Swifty fan. Um, it, I can't not give it as high as a four because like I said, the production value, the sound, the costumes, the choreography, this thing has it all, man. This is, this proves why this tour was such a big hit. Um, the only reason I would not give it five. I thought there was a couple songs missing there that uh, she should have done. So, you know, Taylor, next time, make sure you sing all the hits. So, um, But, hey, guys, if you're any sort of a Swifty uh, or you like any of her songs, uh, this is something cool to see on the big screen. So check out Taylor Swift, The Heiress Tour. I give it four out of five. All right. That's all of the six films that we got to talk about. Let's go through the TV shows right quick because... Man, we're going to be here all day. Uh, from new show perspective, I checked out Found. This is a really cool new show uh, about a lady who runs an agency to find lost victims, right? Like when Amber Alerts go off, uh, kids, children um, that go missing, she helps find them. And the backstory to this is that she was kidnapped herself when she was younger, right? And if you've seen the trailer, you find out that her kidnapper is Mark Paul Gosselier. That's right, Zach himself from Saved by the Bell. He was the one that kidnapped her when she was younger. She escaped. And they talk about how, you know, oh, well, you know, 
are you worried that you never found your, your kidnapper? And she's like, no, you know, I'm always ready for everything. You know, you come to find out that she has actually kidnapped him now and he is locked up in her basement and she's using him to help her find these lost kids. So it's a really cool concept. Um, I'm not spoiling anything cause this was in the trailer, um, but you got to know the premise, right? This is this is why the show is cool because she uses him to help her, and I love that she's kind of turned the tides on him, right? Um, really cool concept. It's been out for a couple episodes. I've enjoyed it really a, a lot so far. So make sure you check out Found. This one here airs on NBC and it's on Peacock. I also checked out the new Netflix show, The Fall of the House of Usher. This is a show I've been looking forward to. I love the trailer. Um, directed by Mike Flanagan. And, um, you know, this one here is about a wealthy CEO who faces a criminal investigation and tragedy, trauma, and a supernatural threat. The Usher family learns an informant lurks among them. Um, so this is a big kind of star studded kind of ensemble. Mike Flanagan likes to do these kind of things. He's done several shows on Netflix before that are in this vein. It's a drama. It's a horror. It's a crime. It's a mystery. I love the trailer to this. I did not really love the first episode. I've only watched the first episode and I didn't care for it very much. I will go back to it. I'll give it a couple more to see if it ramps up, but I was pretty bummed because I was had very high expectations to check this one out and it fell short for me, but we'll see where it goes. Um, my newest, my next newest one is Shining Veil. Now I'm a little behind on this one because Shining Veil season two just started, so I decided to jump in and watch season one just to see what I thought, and I really like it. I really, really like it. It stars Courtney Cox and Greg Kinnear. This is on Stars, and basically it's about them moving to this town of Shining Vale. They buy a house. Of course, the house is haunted, um, and basically it's she sees things, and she kind of almost gets possessed in this house, but it's done in a comedic way as well. And I think that's what really works for this show is that it's funny, but it also has some creeps to it. Um, and I think it's pretty cool. So like I said, season two just started. So I'm binging my way. I'm almost done with season one and then we'll see how season two goes, but check out shining veil over on stars. And then real quick, Loki is back. Loki is awesome season two um, and the first two episodes are out and I really, really dig it. So I'm glad to see Loki back over on Disney plus that means that Marvel's Legends show on Disney plus has also come out with two new episodes, one on the TVA and one on variants. So you can check that out on Disney plus as well. Chucky season three is back. That's right. Your favorite killer doll is back. This time it is streaming on Peacock as well. And uh, they are unedited episodes, man. Lots of blood, lots of gore, lots of cussing. So I'd love to check it out, man. I've been watching Chucky season three over on Peacock. Quantum Leap is back for season two. Good to see that they were able to get some filming done before the strikes. So it's one of the rare uh, shows that were able to come back for a new season this year. Um, Doom Patrol is back. That's right. Season four, uh, part two or B, um, is back in the first two episodes of the back half of the season have dropped. This of course is the final season. So catch up on your Doom Patrol. And lastly, the Continental. Remember I told you this was a three part series. I finished part three the other night. I didn't care for it. I'm very sad to say I did not care for this series very much. I really dug the first episode, then see, then episode two kind of lost me, and episode three I didn't think was much better. So 
at the end of the day, I think this show was kind of a miss. Um, and I hate to say that for something from the world of John Wick. Um, but it did not hit for me. So there you go. But you can stream all three episodes if you've been waiting for that. So let's run through it one more time real quick, guys. We got um, The Exorcist Believer now in theaters, three out of five stars. Totally Killer on Prime Video, three out of five stars. VHS 85 on Shutter and AMC Plus, one out of five stars. Saw X in theaters, four out of five stars. Haunted Mansion streaming on Disney Plus, two out of five stars. Taylor Swift's The Eras Tour in theaters right now, four out of five stars. Over on the TV side, you got Loki on Disney Plus, Legends on Di- on Disney Plus, Chucky season three on Peacock, Found on Peacock, Quantum Leap season two on Peacock, Shining Veil on Stars, The Fall of the House of Usher on Netflix, Doom Patrol season four part two over on Max, and The Continental over on Peacock. All right. That is a lot of stuff to talk about. Let's switch gears. Let's get over to the box office because we're already 20 minutes in. So let's get into this. I'm going to go through two weeks of box office since we missed one week. So this was the weekend The Exorcist came out. Number 10 was Hocus Pocus 30th Anniversary re-release. Number 9 was The Equalizer 3. Number 8, Dumb Money. Number 7, The Nun 2. Number 6 was A Haunting in Venice. Number 5 was The Blind. Number 4, The Creator. Number 3 was Saw X. Number 2 was Paul Petrow, The Mighty Movie. And number 1 was The Exorcist Believer with $26 million. Then we go into this weekend. Number 10 was Dumb Money. Number 9 was Equalizer 3. Number 8, The Nun 2. Number 7, Haunting in Venice. Number 6, The Blind. Number 5, The Creator. Number 4, Saw X. Number 3, Paw Patrol, The Mighty Movie. Number 2, The Exorcist Believer. And number 1 was Taylor Swift, The Eras Tour. That's right, bringing in $92.8 million. It is the highest grossing concert movie of all time and the second biggest release ever in October. Uh, so, you know, a lot of people were expecting it to make over a hundred million. It was looking like it might break the record for October, which is held by the Joker movie, uh, which made 96 million in its debut. Uh, but then when the final numbers came out, it made 92.8. So still amazing. They made this concert movie for $15 million and it made 92.8 and it's going to be playing in theaters for several more weeks. So, uh, I think it's going to be okay. I really do. All right, guys, let's get on over to our news. Let's get through our new stuff. Uh, Lots of trailers drop in, lots of stuff. So make sure you check out our page on X. If you go to twitter.com slash am I on the air, you can view all these trailers and, and full news articles if you'd like to check it out. Up first is a trailer we got for The Beekeeper, a movie I had no idea about. Uh, but The Beekeeper is directed by David Ayer, and it stars Jason Statham. It's going to hit theaters on January 12th. I love this trailer. It looks awesome. It's an action movie, of course, with Jason Statham, but directed by David Ayer, who knows his action. And this looks great, man. I love it. I love that the beekeepers are like this really cool group. So make sure you check it out, man. Check out the trailer. I don't want to spoil it for you, but it's pretty damn awesome. Um, over on Paramount Plus, the new Pet Cemetery movie is now streaming. I do have this on my queue. Hopefully, we'll talk about it next week. Pet Cemetery Bloodlines is now streaming over on Paramount Plus. Welcome to Flatch has been canceled at Fox after two seasons. Very bummed about this. Show was hilarious. I loved Welcome to Flatch. So sad to see that one go. We have the trailer for The Burning Girls. This is Paramount Plus's new thriller starring Samantha Morton. John Wick. Um, Chad Stahelski has ideas already written down for chapters five through nine. 
That's insane. Five through nine. Okay, Chad, I don't know what you're smoking over there. Chad Stahelski goes from we're done with this franchise to I have ideas written down from five through nine. Okay. Uh, Sony Pictures has launched their own streaming app. It's called Sony Pictures Core, and you can get it through the PlayStation. So kind of interesting there that it's PlayStation exclusive. And if you are a PlayStation Plus premium member, you get a bunch of these movies for free. And then all the newer stuff you can buy or rent. So check out the app. It is free to download if you have a PlayStation. It's the Sony Pictures Core app. A24 says they're going to do a biopic TV show about Paris Hilton. Chris Rock has been tapped to direct Universal's Martin Luther King Jr. biopic that they want to do. So great directing job there for Chris Rock. And it sounds like Steven Spielberg is actually going to produce this with them, which just turns it up right there. We have the trailer for Night Swim, which is a new supernatural thriller from Blumhouse and James Wan. Didn't like this trailer at all, but I do believe in James Wan, so we'll see where it goes. Um, Kevin Costner's new Western uh, saga, Horizon, Chapter 1 and 2, will be coming out in 2024, and they're going to be coming out within a couple months of each other. He's going to release Chapter 1, I think, in May, and then in like July or August, Chapter 2 comes out. So, pretty cool there that he's going to release them very close to each other. A Cyberpunk 2077 live-action project is in the works from Project Red, so very cool there. I think Cyberpunk would be something very cool to adapt, so i love to hear that. Um, SNL returned over the weekend, so make sure you check that out if you haven't. Um, it streams on Peacock. It was with Pete Davison as the host this weekend, and uh, it was a really good episode, so I really enjoyed it. We have the teaser trailer for 007 Road to a Million, which is the James Bond-themed reality competition series that's hosted by Brian Cox. We have some posters and and pictures for Masters of the Air, which is Austin Butler's new drama series that's coming soon to Apple TV+. We have the trailer for The Dirty South, starring Dermot Moroney. It's a new crime thriller. Series adaptation of May Cobb's thriller novel, The Hunting Wives, has been ordered over on Stars. So there you go. Paramount Plus's iCarly revival has been canceled after three seasons. Nicole Kidman has a new miniseries coming to Amazon called Expots. The Strangers Trilogy, we have your first look at it. And yes, it is a trilogy. We have three new films in the Strangers universe coming out. Terrifier 3 is going to get a little teaser trailer shown when Terrifier 2 returns to theaters uh, next month. So yeah, Terrifier 2 coming back in limited engagement and then it'll have a teaser trailer for Terrifier 3 attached to it. Vikings Valhalla is set to end with Season 3 over on Netflix. Gummel Del Toro's Frankenstein movie has added Christoph Waltz to the cast. Doom director Andres Berkowiak is going to take the helm of a new supernatural thriller called The Dire Wolf. James Caan's final film starring Pierce Brosnan and Marina Baccarin has landed a U.S. release and it will be coming soon. It's called Fast Charlie. American Horror Story Season 3. We have the teaser trailer. Uh, which previews the four-episode Halloween event. This, is, of course, is the spinoff series of American Horror Story, but this is American Horror Stories, which which is kind of like an anthology. Every week is a new thing in that world. Um, Castlevania Nocturne has been renewed for a second season over on Netflix. Angus Cloud gambles with lives for a lottery ticket in Dan Brown's intense new thriller, Your Lucky Day. We have the first trailer for that. Check it out. <laughs> 
J.A. Bayona survival thriller is going to reach Netflix in January. It's called Society of the Snow. Um, let's see here. We have the trailer for It's a Wonderful Knife. <laughs> I love the name of this one. Jane Whittup, Joe McHale, and Justin Long star in this new Christmas slasher. It's a Wonderful Knife. Um, Netflix has ordered a three-part series about the Twin Flames universe dating cult called Escaping Twin Flames. Uh, let's see here. Vince Gilligan drops hints about his new Rhea Seahorn series. It's mild science fiction with no crime and no meth. <laughs> so there you go there. The Max comedy sort of is set to end with season three. Um, Roy Wood Jr. has quit the daily show after eight years. So sounds like, you know, he wanted to take over the hosting duties and they said, yeah, you're not going to get that. And he said, well then peace out. Uh, the One Piece executive producer wants Jamie Lee Curtis to play Dr. Korea in season two. And he says, at this point, we're writing the role for her. So, which is funny because Jamie Lee Curtis has said she really wants to be involved in this show in season two. So I like that they're kind of going for it, man. It's super, super cool. Um, Kate Blanchett boards Guy Madden's new dramedy Rumors. Writer's Rooms for NBC's Chicago trio of Fire, Med, and PD, as well as Law & Order and its spinoff SVU and CBS, FBI, Most Wanted, and International are all reopening this week. So everybody's Writer's Rooms are getting going to get those shows back to back started once the actor's strike has ended, which hopefully will be soon. Um, the Magnum P.I. boss says season finale works as a series finale with no edits or reshoots planned. Uh, we have an article up with every movie, TV show, comic book, book, video game, and more that is official in the Star Wars canon. For those of you that are confused on there, check that out. Um, let's see here. HBO has unveiled the Gilded Age Season 2 trailer, so check that out. Um, supposedly, the rumor has it. And this is kind of a no-brainer here, but that Jason Momoa is out as Aquaman, Gal Gadot is out as Wonder Woman, uh, Ezra Miller is out as The Flash, that basically anybody from that DCEU Justice League is gone, officially going into James Gunn's new DCU. And rumor has it that it is official that Jason Momoa is going to be Lobo. Um, no official word from the studio, but that is the word around Hollywood that that is pretty much a done deal. Disney's canceled Spiderwick Chronicles has found a new streaming home. It'll be on the Roku channel. Paramount Plus has dropped a new trailer for Lawman Bass Reeves. We have the new color purple trailer to check out. Uh, the Boys Producers says that there could be more spinoffs, but they're playing it by ear and making sure that they have the right stories to tell, which I do love. Uh, Tiana, which will be Disney Plus's Princess and the Frog series, has found a new writer and director. Michael Mann has announced that Heat 2 will be his next movie, and it could star Adam Driver, so I like that. We have the new full trailer for Pain Hustlers, which is the new Netflix movie starring Emily Blunt and Chris Evans. Ironheart, Sasha Baron Cohen has been confirmed for a mystery MCU role. Now what sucks is that supposedly Ironheart won't be out to 2025, which is insane. They finished this show a long time ago. How is this still going to fit the timeline when you release it two years later? I don't know. I have a hard time believing that 2025 is the date, but there you go. Expendables 4 or Expend 4 Bulls has uh, been released on VOD, so you can rent it at home right now. 
the bad guys, a very bad holiday is, uh, coming to Netflix. It's a prequel movie. The monk movie is coming soon over on Peacock. A four-hour Napoleon director's cut will be released on streaming. So there you go, Ridley Scott getting his four-hour cut released. Um, Director Matt Shackman says that casting for his Fantastic Four movie uh, will be underway once the strike is over, and uh, there should be some announcements soon. The Crown Season 6 is coming soon, and it will be split into two parts over on Netflix. Spider-Man Freshman Year has released their voice cast for the Disney Plus series. This, of course, is the Spider-Man animated series that takes place in a multiverse timeline where there is a Norman Osborn and all kinds of stuff going on. Uh, Let's see here. The new uh, That Pain Hustlers hits Netflix on October 27th. It is a true story, by the way. Emily Blunt, Chris Evans, Catherine O'Hara, and Andy Garcia star in Pain Hustlers. A sharp look at the blurred line between desperation and greed. Uh, Ocean's Eleven prequel producer hopes Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling movie does right by the franchise. They are really looking to do this one right. The Exorcist sequels will still happen after Believer. Uh, disappointment, but they're going to be retooled and reworked to uh, make sure that they take in what the fans thought about Believer to make sure they don't make those same mistakes. Tickets are now on sale for the Marvels, so make sure you check that out and get your tickets. I already got mine. Uh, Loki Season 2 premiere reached 10.9 million viewers in three days, so very cool there. Big debut there for Loki, and uh, Marvel definitely needing that. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 is now on premium VOD as well, so you can now buy or rent it. Um, I'm ready to add that one to my collection as well. I love that movie, one of my favorites of the year. Um, let's see here. We have the trailer for The Iron Claw. This is uh, Sean Durkin's movie starring Zac Efron, Jeremy Allen White, um, Harris Dickinson, Maura Turney, Stanley Simmons, and with Holt McClaney and Lily James. This is going to hit theaters on December 22nd. This is about the Von Erich wrestling family. And um, yeah, it's going to be awesome. This is a hell of a trailer. Um, this is a hell of a story, especially if you're a wrestling fan and this looks incredible. So check out the trailer for the iron claw Marvel studios over on Disney plus doing a little bit of a revamp. That's right. They are going to change up some stuff about the TV shows shows will now have proper showrunners that will write pilots and show Bibles, a focus on multi-season serialized TV rather than limited series and more. They are scrapping Daredevil. They're hitting the reset button. Born again, right? Daredevil born again. They've already shot like half the season. Marvel's let go of the writers and directors of the Daredevil show after being less than enthused by what they've shot so far. They're saying that Daredevil didn't even suit up in the show until episode four. The show will now go undergo a creative reboot. They will try to hold on to some of the stuff. Um... But mostly they're going to redo it from scratch. So it's going to be a while since we see some Daredevil. But I'm happy to hear that Marvel is taking the approach now of saying, hey, let's let's revamp. Let's go back to the drawing board and let's do things the right way. And that's what always that's what got them their success in the first place. So um, I'm glad that they're putting more effort into Disney Plus. 
Star Trek Prodigy, which was canceled at Paramount Plus, has been revived over on Netflix. So get ready there. It's going to stream the old episodes and the new season will be there as well. The Rocketeer is getting a reboot. That's right. David Oyelio is bringing the reboot as they have found a new writer. So get ready for a new Rocketeer. The Rick and Morty movie is being teased by Dan Harmon. So you might get that sooner rather than later. Uh, An Anna and the Apocalypse sequel is planned. I don't know who's asking for that, but there you go. Uh, We have the trailer for the new South Park special. This is the upcoming AI-based event special, which is coming to Paramount+. Plus. Um, The Exorcist Deceiver, which is the next one, might not be directed by David Gordon Green himself. He might actually get a director to come in and take over the reins on that, but we will see. A24 is reportedly beginning to search for action and big IP projects to distribute. So no more of them wanting to just beat a little artsy fartsy crew. They want to get into some big IP projects, um, you know, and that's what they need to keep the studio afloat. I totally understand it. You know, they'll still do those old school projects, but they got to open their horizons a little bit. Marilyn Manson behind the mask, a three part documentary series focusing on the shock rockers in the works. Agatha Darkhold Diaries, first episode synopsis has been revealed. You can check that out if you're interested. I don't want to read it and spoil anything. Um, the Doom Patrol boss promises a satisfying ending after four wild seasons. He says, we're going out on our terms. Uh, let's see here. So South Park joining the Pandaverse is the name of the new special. It comes to Paramount Plus soon where they target AI. Um Let's see here. Melissa McBride will return as Carol for season two of The Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon. The second season will be called The Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon, The Book of Carol. A new Suits TV show from the series creators in the works over at NBC. This is going to be a complete spinoff. It's going to have nothing to do with the original series. It's just in that world, but it's a completely separate thing. So, but you know, it's from the same creator. So if you like that show, you might like what they're putting together here. Um, we have the new teaser trailer for the other Walking Dead spinoff, The Walking Dead, The Ones Who Live. So check out the teaser trailer for that. Um, by the way, Taylor Swift's Airs Tour movie cut seven songs because the thing, the real concert was like three and a half hours long. They made the movie 245. So <laughs> they had to shave a couple and I'm kind of glad they did because I don't know if I could have sat in that theater much, much longer. So, um, I'm sure when it hits digital, those seven songs will be put back in for those to enjoy at home. Orphan Black Echoes has released its first teaser trailer. This is the Kristen Ritter led sci-fi thriller spinoff. Halloween TV rights have been bought by Miramax after a bidding war. This is interesting. I don't know what they're going to do on TV with it, but uh, I'm curious to see. The CW has added a couple new shows, Wild Cards and Sight Unseen, for their 2024 um, schedule. We have the trailer for the new Please Don't Destroy the Treasure of Foggy Mountain, which is their new comedy movie. This was going to be theatrical, and then a while back, they shifted it as a Peacock original. Um, But looks pretty funny, man. I'll definitely be checking it out. I love these guys on SNL, so I'm curious to see what they could do with a movie format. We have the new Wonka trailer, Timothy Chalamet, changing the world with some chocolate. So make sure you check out the new trailer there. Um we have the teaser trailer for Candy Cane Lane, which is Eddie Murphy's new Christmas movie. Um, after 74 years in the fifth grade, Leo is ready to take on the world. Adam Sandler stars as Leo, who is a, uh, what is he? Is he a turtle? 
Yeah, he's a turtle. Um, and, uh, this premieres on Netflix, November 21st, uh, based on a true story has been renewed for season two over on Peacock. Very excited about this. I loved season one of based on a true story. So I was hoping it would get a second season and here we go. Let's do it. Master chef junior has been renewed and Gordon Ramsay's daughter has been added as a judge. So congratulations there. That's pretty cool. I love the sound of that. Um, a new VHS movie is in the works over at Shudder with a sci-fi horror theme. Oh, Lord. I'm sure I'll still watch it because I'm a sucker, but I don't have very high hopes for that one. Um, the new romantic comedy starring Sidney Sweeney and Glenn Powell is coming soon. It's called Anyone But You. Um, we have the new teaser trailer for Gen V the rest of the season, so check that out if you're interested at all. I love Gen V, by the way. If you're not watching this, you are missing out. I wonder if Friggins is watching this. This show is right up his alley. We totally need to watch that. Um, Werewolf by Night in Color is coming next week over on Disney+. Plus. I'm excited. I know a lot of you love this black and white version, and I, I didn't mind it either. But, man, I'm excited to see it in color. I think it's going to be awesome. I'm super excited. We have the new trailer and new poster for Monarch Legacy of Monsters. This is the one starring Kurt Russell and Wyatt Russell uh, set in the Godzilla universe. Love the new trailer. Love the poster. This is going to be great. Apple TV Plus next month. The After Party has been canceled after two seasons. I'm not shocked by this. After Party Season 1 Excellent. Very excited for season two. Watch season two. It sucked. Season two was such a drop in quality. I did not like it at all. So no shocker that it's not coming back for season three. I think a lot of people did not like that second season. Archer lives on. A new three-part finale is set to air on FXX this December. Um, Invincible season two trailer has dropped, so check that out. In some sad news, we said goodbye to Suzanne Summers. That's right, Suzanne Summers, stars of shows like Three's Company and Step by Step, passed away at the age of 76 after a 23-year battle with breast cancer. That's a hell of a battle, man. Love Suzanne Summers. Very sad to see this news. Thoughts and prayers with her friends and family. The Wheel of Time Season 3 will focus on the fourth book, and it will explore the Seafolk culture and ale waste. Um, the official trailer for Cord Jefferson's American Fiction starring Jeffrey Wright, Tracy Ellis Ross, Issa Rae, and Sterling K. Brown has dropped, and this is going to hit theaters in December. Sam Rockwell and Kumal Nanjiani are set to lead a new dark comedy movie called A Guy Walks Into a Bar. We have your first look at some live action picks from the Avatar Last Airbender series that's coming soon. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is hitting Netflix on Halloween Day. So those of you there waiting to stream it, check it out. I bought this movie week, months ago when it came out to support it. But for those of you waiting for streaming, it will hit Netflix on uh, Halloween. The Bike Riders, which was a new Austin Butler movie with Tom Hardy, was supposed to hit theaters in December. And now it is officially delayed um, due to the actor strike. So they don't want to put this one out until the strike's over. So um, kind of weird that they're delaying it this early. I mean, if it wasn't coming out to December, we still have time. For the, you know, for it to, uh, for the strike to get resolved. I don't think the strike's going to go to December, but, uh, yeah, we'll see. The Santa Claus is, we have the season two trailer, so check that out for the Disney Plus series. We have also the trailer for Eileen, which previews a psychological thriller starring Anne Hathaway and Thomason McKenzie. 
BTS concert movie yet to come is coming to Prime Video soon. We have a TV spot for the Marvels. Gargoyles is getting a live action series adaptation over on Disney Plus. That'll be pretty cool, man. I'm excited to see what they could do with a live action Gargoyles. This sounds cool here. Oscar Isaac, Jason Momoa, and Gerard Butler have joined a new movie called In the Hand of Dante. Um, I just love the cast, man. Oscar Isaac, Jason Momoa, and Gerard Butler. Let's go. I'm there. R.L. Stein says that Netflix is probably going to make more Fear Street movies, so it sounds like they want to do more of those. Apple TV Plus has revealed the trailer for DreamWorks' new animation series, Curses. Ryan Johnson is writing the Knives Out 3 movie right now, so working on the next mystery. He says he has the story in his head. Now he's just got to put it on paper. Uh, Martin Scorsese confirming his next project um, is going to be called uh, The Wager. And guess who it's going to star? You'll never guess. Leonardo DiCaprio. That's right. (laughs) Uh, Ridley Scott has called Alien Romulus fucking great. Uh, This is the one that's directed by Fede Alvarez, and I love it. I love that Ridley Scott is stoked about it. I'm ready for a new Alien movie. Let's go. Pierce Brosnan, Samuel Jackson, and Brandon Lessard have saddled up for Richard Gray's new Western Unholy Trinity. Did you know you're probably going to get a Kingsman 2? I never thought I'd see a sequel to this movie, but it's going to be called The Traitor King, and uh, it will deal with the rise of Hitler. The Kingsman was a massive bomb. But supposedly, it got very high streaming numbers once it went to Disney Plus and uh, Hulu. So it sounds like they're going to try to make a sequel. Yeah. I want to go back to the Kingsman series with Eggsy. Uh, I did not like the Kingsman, and I would not be looking forward to a sequel. I'm just shocked that they would make a sequel. Even with high streaming numbers, the movie bombed at the box office, so... I just maybe it'll go straight to streaming. Matthew Vaughn says it could even be a TV show, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, SNL premiere delivered its three-year high, so congratulations there. That's pretty awesome. Um, we have a new trailer for the Amazon freebie freebie Christmas movie Xmas that you could check out, starring Robbie Amell. We also have the trailer, the first look at Hannah Waddingham's Christmas special set for a November release on Apple TV+. Plus. You can take a first look at that as well, too. Um, and that's it. We got there, guys. We got there. That is the end of the news. 45 minutes, man. Not too bad for an extra week of news. We only went about 15 minutes over normal. And that was with a ton of reviews. So we made it. We made it. You, you were ready for it, and I appreciate you joining me. So thank you guys for coming back and syncing back up with me after taking that week off. Once, once again, I apologize. I just could not do it. Way too sick. But um, I appreciate you guys, and thank you for joining me. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you check out our page. Amiontheair.com is our webpage. Make sure you get all the socials. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash am I on the air. Follow us on Twitter or X at simply am I on the air. You can follow me directly at DX Don Mega. Same logins over on threads. So you can follow us there as well, too. Um, we're on TikTok. We're on Instagram. We're on um, YouTube. Just search am I on the air and follow us on all those. Subscribe once again, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts. Just search Am I on the Air and I'm sure you'll find us. And uh, please subscribe, five-star review, share it with your friends and family. We'd appreciate it. Shout out to our great affiliates at reddragonsradio.com and the Pop Culture Pros. Follow on Twitter at 
Red Dragons Radio, and Pop Culture underscore pros. Thank you for always streaming our show on demand. And that'll do it for me here on this October the 17th. I hope you all have an amazing week. We'll see what we got to talk about on next week's show. Um, cause I don't think there's anything big going to the theater this weekend. Um, cause everybody's trying to get out of Taylor Swift's way. So it's Taylor's world and we're just living in it. So take care of yourselves and each other. And until next time, y'all peace. Red Dragons!